welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. Today, if I'm being honest, we have a really choppy episode. So, Craig Brackens was going to come on and uh, preview March Madness with us. However, dude lives in Arizona. Um, little disclaimer, especially for the Arizona residents if they haven't quite figured it out yet. Uh, they don't really do daylight savings. So, we all set our clocks back a little bit forward. I don't even know is it forward or backward, whatever it may be. And he had the time wrong. So he'll be on for probably like 15 minutes of it. He just hopped on the audio in his car. So it's it's brutal. It's, it's a brutal audio, you know, type episode. But it's really good takes, I think. I mean, as all Marsh Madness, you know, predictions go, we're probably going to be right on a lot of this stuff. So make sure you tune in. Craig was fantastic. Really appreciate him being flexible, uh, despite the fact that, you know, he, he just, he, he almost ghosted us. He almost didn't make it. But we love Craig for making it work. He's awesome. He had a great workout afterward. And we will get into a little bit of a debrief on Big 12 Tournament. Men's basketball had a great showing, and the women decided to kill it and just take it all. So shout out to our women's basketball team. And as always, we are brought to you by BNC Fieldhouse. Head on over to BNC Fieldhouse for the best drink deals on Welch Avenue, as well as the best place to watch the big game. Head on over there this Friday. We are officially playing Pittsburgh at 2.10 p.m. We recorded this a little bit before the game, so you will not hear us talk about Pittsburgh too in depth or exactly our timing in which we play but we are now 210 this friday head on over to bnc if you're not going to greensboro north carolina celebrate the game there have a burger have some beer it's always a great time with the best drink deals on welch avenue as well as best place to watch the big game i'm sure ben will be having some features and deals for the big game just keep posted on his social media i'll be sharing it to our instagram story as well but really hope you guys enjoy this preview of March Madness. And as always, roll clones. So, you know, Baylor, I mean, like, are we just, what, what are we to them? We're, we're just the Grim daddy. Reaper whenever, what, what is that? We're daddy. We're daddy. Okay. Grim Reaper, we're Grim Daddy. That's who we are. Whenever Daddy they see odds. Daddy Odds, it is so nice because it's Baylor too. Like they're one of the more hateable teams in the Big Twelve. So if this were again, you know, like, against like a Texas Tech or like a TCU, it wouldn't hit as hard. But just a team that a lot of people just don't like. I'm glad it's Baylor, and I'm, I'm glad we have their number three times this year. It's nice. I love it. I do too, because I felt like when I was in school. Baylor always sneaky got the clones all the time. Wait, we got Craig joining us on the Instagram video. All right, pause, everyone. Craig is supposed to be on, but he uh, is ghosting us, but now he's calling us back. So give us one second. Craig, you are on uh, the Outside the Lines podcast. We are in the (laughs) midst of recording right now. So happy you've been able to join us today. Are you in Arizona? That was literally what Newt said. He's like, you know, it's daylight savings. They don't, you know, celebrate daylight savings. That's probably what happened. It's so crazy. Like, I was like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, they call. I was like, wait, what are the times? And I was like, oh, I was like, they turned the clocks. I said, oh, yeah, we don't do that here. I was like, ah. 
All right, so I don't even know where we left, but that's kind of fun. So we're going to get Craig on for about 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, this wasn't in our recording, but Newt called it. We, um, He was saying Arizona doesn't celebrate daylight savings, if, even if that's a holiday celebrate. Is that the right word? Not, but yeah. Um, yeah, they don't do it. They don't do it. They don't partake. They don't partake in daylight savings. So um, Craig had well, Craig was do, an hour let's off. Do March Madness talk with, with Craig. Yeah, okay. All right, so whatever we just talked about, Big 12 tournament, pause. Newt and I are going to cover that later on. So sorry to blue ball anyone, I guess, if that's what you were really wanting to get right now. But we're going to do a March Madness breakdown with Craig for while we have him. And then we'll circle back, cover Big 12 tournament afterward a little bit, and then roll clones. And roll clones. Okay. Um, What do you want to talk about in the meantime while Craig gets here? Well, we can – still talk about big 12 tournament till craig gets here we can just have like a ticking let's just like you know you know race Dude, against the clock big 12 tournament. race against the clock okay okay um well let's just let's do the, the baylor recap because then we can recap everything else later so baylor love it we just Baylor's great them. we did body them um it was one of those games that i felt like we didn't play our play style we played like how baylor wanted us to play that game you know, fast tempo, not a lot of defense, almost 40 points uh, by both teams in the first half. Mm-hmm. High scoring affair. And we um, still kind of came out victorious, which was was nice to see. So, um, yeah, I guess we kind of just have Baylor's number. And, um, you know, that was a, a solid team win there again. We saw odds go deep in the, the rotation again. I think 11 guys played once again. Use a lot of mm-hmm. that bench depth, which I think is going to be a pretty common theme here for um, Iowa State and Ots probably in the tournament. I'd see maybe a couple guys not play. Yeah. In, in Holly, yeah. but uh, if I had to guess a couple guys, I might lose some minutes. But other than that, I think you're definitely going to see Ward, Watson, and um, have definitely earned and shown that they deserve some minutes here big time in the, the tournament. Thousand percent. Yeah, I, I was really happy to see Warden. I mean, yeah, Watson, they've both been like good whenever they've been in. And so it's been kind of some guys that I just wanted to see more of just because I feel like whenever they're in, they're very beneficial to us. But, you know, he, he put in Holly for one minute. He put in Eli King for a couple minutes in both the Baylor and Kansas game. And I love it. It's kind of odds just, you know, putting his balls on the table and saying, hey, I'm a little bit of a crazy man. You, you don't know what you're going to expect from me. I mean, I might not win every single game, but I'm crazy. You can't prep against me. So good luck going into a game against us with us playing 11 different people. So I, I, I honestly don't know what the strategy is behind it but I like it. And that's all I need to, that's all I really feel about the situation. Like I, I just like seeing the CEO get in there. I like seeing Eli King get in there. And I don't even think it's just something to just do for the sake of humoring them. Like, I feel like they actually do bring in a different kind of unique spark that we do need. Like, I really feel like it kind of re-energizes our roster a little bit, even if it's just for, you know, a minute or two. Um, I don't think Brackens can get in. He just tried to call us again. And Teams makes you download the app and sign in. Mmm. Not like Zoom. Mmm. Like, All right. All right. I'll call him back. I'll call him back.
Alright. Yeah, teams hasn't really been it for us, has it? No, that's not that's kinda of big time to do. Yeah. Um Oh. What? Oh shit, there we go. No way. Craig, we, we thought you were um we didn't know if you'd be able to do it because I think you have to have the application downloaded on your phone. Can you hear us okay? You, you're on mute, just a heads up. There we go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we, we got go. it. I got it. We got I it. I figured it out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Damn. Um, we we just can't tell anyone that you did all of that while driving. Yeah, let's not do that because they're gonna be they're gonna remember when I was at Iowa State and yeah, let's not do that. They they wouldn't yeah. be shocked. They'll just be like, "Up, oh, CB's still the same." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, um, how many more minutes do you have left in your drive? I want to know uh, what clock we're up against. We're still good. We're we're forty-five minutes because once I get there, I'll still have a little extra time. It's no biggie. Ooh, okay. All right, yeah. so by all means, we made it work. Um, we're just going to somehow find a way to transition this back into our recording. This is going to be a wild recording, Craig. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but we're just going to put a pause on our Big 12 tournament talk. If you have any thoughts on it, feel free to spew them. But we're just going to get right into March Madness because, I mean, that's that's why we're here today. So going into it, I guess we're sixth seed, first of all. How do we feel about the seeding? First and foremost, because I, I felt fine about six seed. I thought we would have been a five until I saw Oklahoma sitting at a five seed. And then I got jealous, maybe. And I just didn't like it. And then hey, I started to become who? very resentful. I don't know. Oklahoma. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know how Oklahoma. Wait, Oklahoma's a five. No, maybe. Maybe I missed. Yeah, that was about to... Let me pause. Yeah, that... All right. I have not memorized the bracket. Oklahoma's not a five seed. I, Oklahoma's maybe a Oklahoma sure. women are a five, maybe. That was why I was confused. Sure. You know what? That's probably the mistake I made. All right. So we're going to edit that out of this recording. No, that's staying in. That, I'm glad that's our first note. We're starting off strong on our, our principles yeah. here. We don't have to agree on everything. I like it. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Oklahoma's by no means a five seed. So that makes a lot of sense. All right. I would like to great start. Off hot start. That I, hot start. I tweeted out that I would like Iowa State to be a six seed because I think being a six is much better than being a four or five and having to deal with a one seed early on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also the 5-12 matchup sucks because you normally, if you see a lot of the 12s are these really good mid-majors that run yep. their conference the entire year and then also run their conference tournaments. And yep. so these are normally like these well-oiled mid-major machines that – are good whereas the 611 yes um you know like a lot of the 11 seeds are are power five or six programs um but a lot of them like you know are are barely getting in or are are on the cusp and at least one of them from whatever the playing game has always made it to the the second weekend and that happens because you know they just get hot or whatever but i still Think I would much rather be in that six eleven spot than yeah, five, I like 12. it. 
to be honest. Especially, I, I, I really liked our draw after it, you know. Um, yeah. And and so that's kind of what I was hoping for going into it, anyways. Um, and so I, I'm pretty happy with the six compared to getting a five and getting a Oral Roberts Drake. Oral you know, Roberts freaks me out, man. I think that they could be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. I. You have to face a very good Arizona State. They're a dangerous team. Yeah. So I, I, Craig, I watched do you... them just from being here, and uh, they they're tough because they're they're like almost positionless. Everybody can almost guard everybody, and that's what makes it tough. So that that is kind of what I wasn't sure about, just from like the athlete perspective. Do you think it is beneficial to have a play-in game going into the round of uh going into the first round? Because I I think the play-in game at the end of the day it probably exhausts you more, so it probably doesn't help for too deep of a run into the NCAA tournament. But I think that there is an argument for the round of 64, maybe the round of 32, where you're like, hey, we already got a game underneath us. We're kind of warmed up by now. We're ready to go and, yeah. you know, heading into this weekend. What, what do you think, Craig? Do you think it's beneficial for them, or do you think that could beat them up a little bit going into the first round? It just depends what type of team you are. You know, it's very hard to tell. But, I mean, as any, I would rather play less games than to play more um, to be, you know, you don't want to be tired when it counts. So it just it just all depends. Big, big load management um, guy, huh? Not load management. I just know those games take a lot. And if you've played a lot and you play against that fresh team, man, it, it, it could definitely, like, shock you. But um, mm-hmm. it's the tournament. The tournament wakes everybody up. So I'm not going to say uh, – some, some teams need that play-in to be like, whoa, this is what it takes. Okay, and then they're ready for that next. So, um, to be honest, if it was me, I'd rather play a team that's just in, not a team that already tuned up right before me. I get that. So do that you think? Me. Do you think um, you'd rather play a team that's already in because it's an advantage for like Ots and Co to like scout more? But do you also think it's maybe? Uh, an advantage you, for them because the other team doesn't get to scout Iowa State as much either because they're yeah, you know, already scouting it, like a Mississippi State pit more because that's a game that matters to them. Their their head coach and whatnot yeah. is spending a lot more I guess time it just on that first coach. game and then they get maybe one day to kind of look at, hey, how right. the fuck do we solve the best defense in the nation? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think it just depends on the coach at that point. You'd have to kind of look at you know, are they a defensive team? You know, uh, I mean, who their coach is? Because I, I just feel like some teams, if they have time on you, oh, they're they're gonna they're, they're they might out coach you. And then there's some coaches where I just feel like, ah, eh, you know what I mean? They're not as skilled. Like, I think if it, I'd rather face like a you know let's let's get out like really good coaches like a Jamie Dixon, a Bill Self, you know these type coaches. I'd rather give them no time, like just. They've never seen me, just only see me in my conference and kind of shock them. I think that's how you kind of beat those teams, kind of like a uh, – I'm trying to think of an upset that I remember. Like a Lehigh Duke back in the day when they had a, when they had a C.J. McCullum, and I just felt like they were overconfident against a Lehigh. And instead of like if Lehigh would have did a play-in, they would have saw like, holy, like they have 
a killer in C.J. McCollum, they could have been ready for it. Like, they weren't ready for how good C.J. McCollum was because he, he went to Lehigh. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, when you play against the Dukes and the Iowa States and Baylors and Texas, you know, all these really good teams that are known to have really good players, you're expecting someone to be really, really good. You're not expecting that from Earl Roberts and, and all that. But if you watch them play before – and be like, oh, that dude, he's really nice, or he's a killer. It's like, hey, this dude don't play. Like, he, he's he's top tier. Like, we got to focus on him and let everybody else beat us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the – I think that's the help with these play-in teams that no one knows about or no one ex- expects. You get that first look like, oh, man, they can play basketball or, ah, they just play, you know, good, good team basketball. We just got to fluster them a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I was just kind of looking at our path to the final four and I, I mean, are we going to go to the final four? I don't know, but I'm just talking about if we were to, you know, who we'd have to go through in order to get there. I really like our path to the sweet 16. This is very reminiscent to me of kind of last year's path where maybe I, I think we do have an opportunity to go further than people are expecting. Obviously we made sweet 16 last year because the matchups made sense. I like how we matched up against yep. LSU with, with their, you know, coaching dumpster fire that they had last year. And then I just liked how we matched up against Wisconsin. So looking at these, you know, matchups, I don't know anything about Mississippi state. I'm not going to talk on them. I know that they lost to Alabama who can be good, but what I saw in Pittsburgh, I've seen them play twice. They look scrappy. They, they look like they can make some noise. I mean, I would much rather play a Mississippi State just from what I know of, from what I've seen of Pittsburgh. But, Newt, you're raising your hand. What do you think of the Mississippi State matchup? Well, so, like, these two teams are kind of polar opposites. Mississippi State is a very grinded-out, defensive, lengthy, athletic team. Um, very, like, I'd say typical SEC team, but they can't score. Um, yeah. And Pitt, and that's kind of why I – okay, go for it. I, Pitt I is like the that opposite. matchup, Pitt is uh, – pretty good offensively and they can't stop anyone. I, I think they are like 160 or so. Um and maybe Ken Palm defensive rating. Um so it's kind of pick your poison. Um but I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't want to get it in, in a shootout in the first round. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. The thing is, is that, cold? Uh-oh. I don't know. The thing that worries me is that Iowa State has historically done awful in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Yep. Yeah. We we do not do well against SEC teams. Like, nope. I, it, there's something about it. I, I don't know if it's the time of year or whatever, or it's the way the SEC schools play. But every time we play an SEC school, we just somehow, like, get ran out of the gym. And we, like, yeah. don't like playing them. So I am, like, sneaky just rooting for Pitt because I'm, like, I don't yeah. want anything to do with, like, an SEC school. Especially one that's got, like, this underdog, like, nothing to lose, like, mentality kind of bullshit, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I'd be fine, you know, it's, like, if we have the underdog mentality, like, wh- whenever we go in the, like, Round one, if we were facing whatever, if we were the higher seed and we could play the underdog bullshit, we, we play that so well, I wouldn't care. But like right now, it's like I, I'd rather us get like, you know, I don't know. So that's why I'm leaning pit because I also think like good defense can stop good offense here. And then we can 
you know, we could run with Pitt easier and like score on them. Whereas like yeah. Mississippi State could get into a rock fight with us. And then if our shots aren't falling either, this could get like a really ugly game. And like there have been teams like that in the big 12 that have done this to us. Like Oklahoma State has had an awful, you know, My goodness. Or they have an amazing defense, <laughs> terrible yeah. offense, and they swept us this year. You know, yep. same thing with kind of West Virginia. I, I don't know. I, so I just, but you I know just, what's crazy? The scrappy teams I get nervous about, and we just demolish them. Like, like, mm-hmm. I, like before the year started, yeah. I was like, bro, I don't know if we could beat Baylor. And it's like nothing. Like TCU, I was like, oh my gosh, we're handling them. Like the, the scrappy, grimy teams that people are nor like a K State or something. It, it, we always we just do so well against them, and like you said, like a team who can't score, like in you know Oklahoma State. I thought that was a walk in a park, and I was like, "Are you guys serious right now?" The thing is, is that Baylor like profiles pit style, a very good offense, shitty defense, and and like, yeah. that's why we, we handle them well. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I I I'm not sure what to make of it. This is one I've gone back and forth with, and I think it's literally comes down to like. SEC is a good basketball conference. I think it's the second best behind the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State's going to be way more proven. Pitt is ranked 77th in Ken Palm. You know, way worse in net rankings and basically all of the rankings compared to Mississippi State. The mm-hmm. ACC, I think, is just dog shit as a conference in general. Um, I'm yeah, so top I'm, to I'm bottom. Much rather Pitt somehow mm-hmm. squeak through and, and we play a team like that versus this SEC team that's yeah maybe a bit more battle tested, played some better schools, played some more athletic, better defenses, kind of things like that. And 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 that's kind of my preference, I think, going into this. Yeah, uh, SEC is definitely underrated for sure. So. I've watched them all year. They can like beat anyone. Auburn, yeah, like Auburn, mm-hmm. people are, you know, people are sleeping on Auburn. And I was like, uh, I watched them play against Alabama. Um, like, oh, like there's some sleepers in the SEC, to be honest. And then uh I don't know. I don't really like the Big Ten. I've always hated the Big Ten. Maybe because I was in I there. think the Big Ten's garbage this year. I, I don't I yeah. think they are. I mean, but the big, then you the could, has, but then you have like an Ohio State that just did what they did, and I'm, but they was always capable of that because they started the year off so good. And I'm just like, please don't start doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want Big Ten to just start. I don't know. I, I I don't have any sort of trust in the Big Ten really making any runs in this this tournament. To be honest, I, I think it's gonna be. I think the only thing I'm worried about is I think a lot of the Big 12 kind of got underseeded a little bit, and you're going to see some teams maybe just playing in some matchups that are, are a little bit harder. Um, but I think I think you're going to also see maybe some SEC schools do pretty pretty well too because the SEC yeah. has some some pretty good teams as well. But um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. that That's my thought process and kind of where I'm rooting um, for our, our playing game. But, you know, you still got to beat who's in front of you regardless. And whoever we're going to play is going to have a little bit of momentum. They're going to beat yep. the other team. So it's like even if Pitt beats Mississippi State, it's like, well, we were rooting for maybe Mississippi State, and they just beat Mississippi State. So who gives a shit? Right. Um, well, I, I will but, say the fact that we get to watch their playing game is huge when it comes to just, like, the scouting component of it. I think um especially if – um you know, you're saying Mississippi State plays pretty similar to us. If Pitt ends up winning that game, then what we could see is a very similar matchup to what we saw 
on their playing game with Iowa State. And, and obviously that's one, you know, one case there. But I, I just think we're in a very advantaged situation, and I don't want to look ahead too much, but I, I talked about our path earlier. I, Dude, okay. I've seen Xavier play like three times this year. I think we'd be favored if we get that matchup. Like, I, I like our path to the Sweet like 16. I think it's very State. favorable. Yeah, Xavier reminds me of kind of like a K-State, uh, you know, I've seen them implode where, like, they look really good and then they just struggle. And one of the teams that they struggle with, which I'm not trying to compare, but they're really good at making adjustments out of timeout like Iowa State and, I, you know, TJ learned from them, was Creighton. Like, McDermott mm-hmm. does a great job out, out of timeouts with, like, these plays that just shock you and you're just, like, a bucket. Pretty much every timeout, it's a bucket. And that's what TJ does. Mm-hmm. Switch it up I, I will say stuff like that. I do not know. Um I, I don't know. I, I I'm looking at the bracket and, and when I say any of this, by the way, my bracket is never even close to anything decent, as is anyone else. So I, I don't want to hear it from anyone. Everyone's bracket looks terrible. But yeah. I just I look at this, I think Xavier's the worst three seed. Um and, and I think Again, I, I just look at our path more than anything else and, and kind of how do we match up against these teams. I know that we could beat Xavier, and I, I would imagine that we would you know, be in a good spot to beat Pitt and Mississippi State. So I, I just like our path more than anything. But um, I don't know. I, I, I like the Midwest region that we're in. I don't understand why Greensboro, North Carolina, is hosting a Midwest region game. Yeah. Can either of you two fill me in on it? Like, do they just not care about that stuff? Like, it's, geography it's the, doesn't matter? It's the second site. So, like... The font, the the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 site is the Midwest region. Okay, that makes more sense. Because okay. okay. they, they tailor it to kind of the one seed and, like, kind of pencil in the one. It's like what they try and do when they place a lot of these seeds is, if possible, they try and get the top four seeds in their preferred region to make it possible for their fans to travel to it easier. Doesn't mean that, like, if you're a – a three seed for sure. Like you're solidly like you're the top three seed and like, or, or let's say you're like the second best three seed and there's two, both of them are in the Midwest or whatever. They're not going to put one of the three seeds Midwest and then put you down all the way down to four seed in the Midwest, just so that you're in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. They'll put you three seeded in a different region. Cause that's more fair. But like, um, that's kind of why they try and do it. So like the Midwest region is, the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 is in Kansas City. So that's why there's a big uproar about Houston was technically the number two overall team and number two overall like seed. And they got the Midwest region instead of Kansas, who's the number three overall seed and number one seed. And Kansas instead got pushed out to the, the West and didn't get the Midwest region and didn't get Kansas city as for their sweet 16 and elite eight games, if they would make it that far. And they were like pretty pissed about that, especially because neither of them won their conference tournament or anything like that. You could say Houston had more of a cakewalk. Kansas had the number one strength of schedule, way more quad one wins played in the heart, whatever. You know, I think, I think Kansas honestly deserved it much more over Houston, whatever, yeah. but Committee didn't really see that. You obviously saw that kind of with other rankings of some Big 12 schools, even Oklahoma State not getting in with six quad one wins. Um, yeah, that was shocking. Seed with the most top 25 wins and most top 10 wins, I believe, or tied for most of both of those and still being a six seed. So it's kind of like, where are you guys even picking some of this shit? Um, yeah. But yeah, 
So that that's that's where the regions come from. The first round matchups okay. don't always matter in, in that case um, with it. So some of the host sites are 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 switched, um, but they do try and like yeah make it so that the 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 Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight sites are um, hit those regions a little bit better. So I want to talk about just everything else with the bracket. Craig, give me your favorite on who you want or who you think wait, is going to win. I think I think we should do uh-huh. we should do a a best case scenario Iowa State run and then realistic. And then okay. I think we should talk about bracket bracket as a whole. All right, mm-hmm. if we got time for that, that I'm down. Fair? Yeah. 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 So uh, so best let's case do best case scenario, scenario first. Yeah. I think best yeah. case scenario, Iowa State, they beat Texas and go to the uh, what is that elite elite eight elite eight. I think that would be best case scenario. I don't know if they go further than that. Um, that would be best case. But what if what if Houston gets knocked off though? Because I think every other team on that side of the bracket, I like us, and I don't I don't say that haphazardly. Like I think we are better. Your your Miami team is on that side though, Craig. I mean, maybe we would get a rematch of last year, but. I think if Houston is there, I like Houston a lot. But if they're not, then I don't know. I, I like that other side of the bracket. I do too. It oh, it's tough, man. I just I like the path because they're teams that we can beat if we do what we do. But then there's also that you know the Iowa State that you know the guards can't hit anything and then it's a wrap. So that's when I feel like we miss yeah. out on the Sweet Sixteen worst case scenario. So, that's that's fair enough. Okay. So yeah. realistically, you think we'll get a around around one with a yeah, pro- probably getting knocked off round two. Is that what you're saying? I just think I, I think so. I think if that's worst case scenario, we're gonna. I think we're just gonna win the first round. I'm just not. I, I just confidently would would bet on that. That second round is up for grabs, so it could be fifty fifty. And then, like I said, best case scenario, I just think we can, you know, beat Texas. Like, we've played them. It's not like a new team that we have to, oh, who's this team? Like, I I just honestly think we can get Texas. I like that. So, I I think mine is, my realistic one is Sweet 16. I I feel very confident that we're actually going to go to the Sweet 16. Um, And then, I don't know what it is. I think maybe there's a lot of smoke and mirrors at the Big 12 tournament because every single year I fall into recency bias where I just pick the, the teams that do so well in the conference tournaments, which we've discussed this history does not favor those teams. But damn, Texas just looked good. And it was frustrating because obviously no one's rooting for them. And I was in Kansas City. There was not a ton of orange there. There was some, but not they a don't ton. Travel. They travel. don't. So part don't of me thinks if that's what they're doing, if that's like what they're doing without like, you know, the crowd support and it looked like they were controlling every single game they played in this tournament. It's hard for me to see them as not the best team on this side of the bracket. Honestly, like, like yeah. I think I haven't watched Houston play enough. I, I believe that someone could talk me into Houston. That's more than fine. But I think Texas is kind of the team to beat in this mess in this Midwest region. So I think we're a sweet 16 bound feel very confident about that. And I think Texas is probably going to knock us out in, in the sweet 16. Newt, what yeah. do you got? All right. Um, my realistic one is I have Sweet 16 as well. Um, 
I do. I like I said, I really like their draw. Xavier is also missing like their best guy. He got hurt in February. Yep. Uh, Zach. Yep. Um, I cannot remember his last name here. Just a second. Edie. Zach oh, Freeman. Um, <laughs> lost of the injury. I also I, I I hate to say it. I just I truly am not sure about the quality of the biggies. Um, you know we obviously kind of got smoked by UConn. Um, out of conference at the start of the year. Um. Marquette is good. Um, but people got yeah. UConn winning the whole thing, though, in brackets. That I've been seeing I, I know. The, I, I honestly like UConn. I think the fact that they're just in Alabama's side of the bracket is, is yeah. rough. Uh, oh, yeah. wait, no, they're not. They're with uh, someone good. Oh, they're over on Kansas' side of the bracket. They, they were kind of your pick, though. I remember you saying there. last I said week I like you said UConn. you liked UConn. I, I do, like too, UConn. for what it's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, we won't get into that yet. But um, so I, I'm not sure. I, I I do like the way we match up against them. I I, I am worried about Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think we have a good shot against Texas, but I think if we're being realistic, um, I would probably still lean with Texas on that one yeah. just due to talent, experience. Yeah. Um, didn't they get one of their best players back not too long ago? I'm not that? entirely sure. Okay, sorry. Um, I also think I wouldn't be penciling in Texas on this one because I think the fact that they might have to play A&M early on is kind of like A&M's a very tough. interesting like predicament. Um, A&M's tough. They're a good team. And just rivalry kind of thing. The yep. NCAA knows what they're doing um, there. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out as a realistic scenario. I, I hate to be the person. This is the Debbie Downer. I am worried about a Mississippi State just ugly-ass, slow, like, 50s game where we just can't buy a bucket. And it's and it's gross. Yep. And I, I'm worried about that. We don't play like SEC Kansas. teams well. And I can see them just, like, really trying to dictate pace, frustrating the hell out of us. Us getting in foul trouble, some bullshit like that, where it's yeah. just like you know, handsy, gross basketball, and 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 <laughs> frustrating shit. So, um, my my think... best case scenario, to be on a positive note. So this is from Shot Quality <laughs> Twitter account. Um, oh, heading into March yep. Madness, the past five years, technically four, the top shot quality defensive team of the regular season has appeared in the national championship three times this year the iowa state cyclone men's basketball team is the top shot quality defensive team of the regular season so in 2018 michigan was the top team they were the runner-up they lost the national championship 2019 texas tech was the national championship. They lost the national championship. They should have honestly beat Virginia that year. Um, 2020 was Texas Tech again. COVID canceled that. 2021 was Baylor. They smoked the shit out of Gonzaga. And 2022 was Texas Tech last year who beat the shit out of us. This year, we are the top defensive team um, heading into it, which I think we also have maybe the best adjusted rating to of any of these teams as well. Jeez. So, a lot on our if side. If we're being very realistic, we should potentially be a champion based on this one. <laughs> or at least a runner-up. Or at least a runner-up. <laughs> or a runner-up. What the fuck they um, used it? <laughs> I, think, I, I will I think say, our best case like, scenario, honestly, is you know, like, I, I love our draw. I I think that Houston. Uh, we said like I. I think they're a great team, very talented, and we're gonna we're gonna truly see what they're about. You know, yep. like 
but there is there is just a little bit of they're so fast though with teams that don't get to play good quality opponents we also don't we don't defend the transition well so i i think what what my i didn't really give my prediction but as far as like the best case scenario for Iowa State, I do think that there's a chance we could make the Final Four, and it's only because of our path. But what would need to happen? I don't feel confident about Texas. Who knows though? One of those two matchups could knock them off. In Houston, I think we're a terrible matchup against as far as their transition offense. I think we would struggle with that. But who knows? If Houston's knocked off, then I truly think that if we find ourselves in the lead eight, which I think is pretend, you know, is possible, then um and Houston's not there to match up with us, I can see us beating anyone else on that side of the of the coin. Miami I, I is probably the next least confident, I feel. Um, and then I don't know as much about Indiana, and I, I think Iowa has shown the better of us, but I think we would beat them in a, in a second, you know, in like a rematch. So I, I honestly think that if stuff happens our way, you could see the matchups being in our favor to potentially make a Final Four. I mean, we're, we're saying this right now, dude, like, Let's, let's wait a week and, and see where I, yeah. we're at. I mean, this is obviously like, you know. <laughs> but this is the best case scenario. Those, those kind of right. cherry pick metrics. But this, you know, when you play elite force teams into hard shots, generate a ton of turnovers, it allows you to win just about any game on short rest, not a lot of time to scout. You get a team one day off Especially kind of thing. That's, that's what Ots preaches. And, and, you know, that, that's what the tournament kind of, you know, is made for a little bit. That's how, how Virginia's done well. You know, it's, it's also made it so that they lost to a 16 seed and yeah. were the first team ever to do that. So yeah. it, it goes both ways, but, um, you know, I, I think it was just a, a very interesting tidbit there. So, yeah, I, I think that's like a sky high uh, final four kind of thing, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm not terribly afraid of, um, our draw to be fair. I, I don't think the four or fives really scare me too much. Indiana. I, I I'm sorry. No one in the big 10 scares me. I, I would have loved. No, to me neither. Bracket. Um, Craig, who I, do you like I don't know. going into it? Cause I, I know you got to work out soon here, but yeah. give me like one team that you think is a sleeper that you think could make a deep run that shouldn't or, or excuse me. And a team that you think is, is poised to win it all. And we need your final four. <laughs> yeah, and we need your final um, four. So you have three tasks right now. <laughs> I guess I have to say, like, I, I guess I'd have to agree with like the UConn. Like, that's one team I didn't think, but they're they just, they're playing different basketball right now. So I guess that would be my sleeper of not necessarily a sleeper because I I've noticed a lot of people have them on their bracket to win it all or at least to get there. But um, I really, I'm really afraid of with their versatility. UCLA is nice, man. I got UCLA going to the Final Four, and I know a lot of people don't. Hell yeah, UCLA is tough, bro. Like, dude, I just think Mick, Mick is a good coach too. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, um, who was? There was a team actually, um, that's playing good basketball. Penn State or Northwestern? I just watched them and I was like, "Uh oh." I think um, Penn State. Penn State was doing State pretty well was lately. Doing pretty good. Northwestern's a, a hit or miss team. I just watched them. They did terrible in their conference uh, game or, or the conference final game or whatever. And then uh, 
man, UAB has a, a guy on there, bro, a scorer. He is – now, I know one person can't beat you, but, boy, UAB might be a scary team because that might be that one guy that people underestimate. He'll drop 40 on you. I don't know the guy's name. I, I've seen him, I don't though. I not know his name either, but I watched him play. He had, like, 32 against North Texas. I watched that game, and then the next game, I think he had, like, 20. But it was how he was scoring. Bro, those were tough shots, and he didn't miss many. He's a scorer, bona fide scorer. I'm Gosh, not I, I want to find out his name. Because yeah, I'm not he, uh, I can't. I, can't I, I remember seeing. Is UAB? UAB's got to be in the tournament, tournament right? Well, I, I remember seeing what, what you saw uh, and like making a mental note of, all right, UAB is going to win at least one game because usually if there's a stud player like that, but they didn't yeah. make the tournament. They're I not in it. it. Okay. I, I no, crazy, sure, huh? I knew in their, their conference, I didn't know which team had to win it to make it or if they were first first four out or last four in. I wasn't really I, – I, I wasn't sure. I was just kind of – all the games were on. I was just bouncing back and forth, like watching all the little conference uh, semifinals and finals. Yeah, but, so uh, this is backpedaling a little bit to Iowa State, but an 11 seed has made, like, a Sweet 16 at least pretty much every single year the past, like, six years. So we're playing an 11 seed on Friday, which I don't love. But my bold prediction going into this, truth be told, I don't even know how bold it is. I think a lot of people will agree with me that Marquette is, in my opinion, just the most grossly overrated number two seed on this bracket. Yeah. I don't know anything about Vermont. This is not me looking at the matchup or knowing anything about either either much about the two teams. I can just see Marquette being upset, man. Just like round one. Like I, they're one of those two seeds when I look at them and I see the number two next to them, I just think, damn, that feels fraudulent. And yeah. so every year I'll pick a two or a three. I, I have like a like a an internal promise to myself that I'll always pick <laughs> at least one, two or three to get knocked off. Marquette's right. my team this Marquette year. I've seen them play at least four times, a couple times against Creighton, and I just think, man, they they, they can just drop the ball. They, they can look good. I think they've beaten Creighton I, just, I don't think this is this a year, good Vermont team, like usual. I feel like Vermont is actually one of those sneaky teams that gets in a tournament. It's normally like a 12, 13, and kind of like gives a run. And like Vermont being a 15 seed, I think this is like one of the worst Vermont teams that we've, we've seen in a bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. And Marquette's Marquette's gone through and like they've ran a Big East that like like you said I'm not sure exactly how good it is but they just won it and it had you know Connecticut like UConn Creighton um I will say this yeah, Vermont know, just Xavier. blew through the American East tournament yeah just blew through them there was not they do that every year though like yeah. there's the never, closest game was. Yeah, I guess the close game was a 13-point win in the final against UMass. But other than that, it was over 20 points each time, and I don't know. I don't know. That's that's my bold prediction, though. I wanted to say it out loud when it happens. All right, All right. we need your final guy. four and champion. Final four and oof. I say I'll do it real quick because I'm going to have to walk in here and it might get loud. Um, ooh, final four, what did I say? I hate to say it might be, huh? I mean, you see what UCLA's on that side. I have, I can't even see a bracket right now. UCLA, <laughs> uh, Houston, UConn, okay. I believe. And who's on that bottom side? I can't remember who's on the other side. I'm missing the team. U- UCLA and UConn are on the, are on the same side. So oh. I'll pick Ooh, UCLA cool. for you. 
Okay, UCLA, Houston. And then Houston. Oh, Alabama. No, Alabama yep. and Houston are on the same? No. Nope, you're good. Okay. Alabama and Houston are on opposites. Alabama. And it's Houston, like the Purdue, UCLA, Marquette, I don't like Tennessee, Purdue. K-State bracket. I hate this side of the bracket. Anybody, side, yeah, this I don't know that side. Anybody on that side, and I just, I mean, I'm just going <laughs> to go with, I just want to go with, I don't want to go Alabama as the champions. I'm just going to go eh. UCLA. I'm going to keep it home. California. LA. I like the UCLA pick, Craig. Yeah. I'm going to join you in that UCLA pick. Appreciate I love it, guys. That. Sorry, I got to cut this short. Um, <laughs> You're good, man. We appreciate yeah. you hopping on and making it work anyway. No problem. Uh, just hit me up. Let me know what's going on, and I'll uh, get a uh, – now I know the time difference, and uh, we can make it work. <laughs> I'll make it work better next time. <laughs> All right, that's a good plan, man. Go kick ass at your workout, okay? Appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you later, Greg. All right. See you. Get some buckets, Craig. All right. That that was quick. Did what we could, right? Yeah. Um. So I I like his UCLA pick, though. So I I mean, obviously, it's really hard to get a Final Four content, you know, put together when you don't have the bracket in front of you. But just to piggyback off that, I had UCLA winning it all and obviously going to the Final Four with that. Um, I, I This is such a boring Final Four pick, I know. I got Houston on the other side, Alabama on the other side. And then I hate the East region so much. I am picking Tennessee. I think Tennessee is a very solid, very solid SEC team that just plays good defense, can get hot. Usually, I don't know. So not a very fun final four, but I got Tennessee, Alabama, Houston, and UCLA. Wow. Not a single big 12 team. I just realized that I might need to look back into this, man. That's funny because yours is very similar to mine. (laughs) Really? I I love the UCLA pick. I've changed mine so much already. So like this is subject to change. This is not my final money bracket. But I right now currently have Alabama, Tennessee, Houston, and UConn. So. Oh whoa, that is! I was about to pick UConn too. I know. Oh, I, I U- really don't I like that. I have UConn winning it all. Wow, I have UCLA winning it all. So we got someone out of that bracket winning it all. But the thing is, you think UConn's gonna beat KU? I don't know, man. So I, the funny thing is that Kansas in their bracket is actually the fourth best Ken Palm team. They're Interesting. Behind, they're behind, yeah, they're behind um, UConn. They're behind um, Gonzaga. And they're behind. Gonzaga's uh, gross. Do not buy into Gonzaga. And they're also behind UCLA. Do not buy into Gonzaga. I, I so think. The, I, oh, I, I've heard this, this take, and I actually think it's very interesting. People are saying that Gonzaga, this is actually like maybe the Gonzaga year because this is the first year that Gonzaga has like no pressure. Gonzaga hasn't been a one seed. Maybe. It hasn't been like the people are talking about Gonzaga or whatever. Like they're like so under the radar. Like it's quiet. They're just a three seed. And they kind of have an easy path to at least the Sweet 16. They're getting. Grand you know, Canyon. They, they yeah. have what? Um, let's see. I, I'm having TCU upset them. I think TCU is a Dude, very TCU good just team. Lost Lampkin, and that I just I think that locker room is gonna be a mess. They lost the yeah. first round of the what the Big Twelve tournament. I, I just I, I don't know. 
I, I, I would love Blade to see Texas it. close. I, I just, I, I don't know. I would love to like have my Big Twelve bias, but I, I think, just with everything that's going on, I think, I don't know. So, I have Gonzaga making a little bit of run. I actually have Gonzaga beating UCLA, and then I have, I have UConn beating Kansas. I also saw a thing where uh, Kansas is actually the luckiest team as well, uh, based mm-hmm. on Ken Palm's rating. Purdue is the luckiest team. <laughs> no. Actually, no, if you want me to be very real here, I think Kansas State is a hella lucky team. Their path to the Final the, the Four East is, is garbage. It is garbage. It is so is bad. the most dude. garbage bracket I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. If Iowa I, State I think, was a I think Memphis is interesting. Bracket, I would I would have Iowa State going to the final four and I would not feel like biased about it. I would be like Iowa State's actually Well, I'm having Memphis beat bracket. Purdue. <laughs> I, I think Memphis beats Purdue, knocks them out Memphis round two. Purdue I think Purdue Purdue, Purdue Purdue you can't go into the NCAA tournament with bad guard play. I feel like they haven't had good they haven't been able to break a press all year, it feels like. They're not gonna make a deep run at the I, they're just not. Um Honestly, I have seen Oral Roberts play a total of maybe half of a half, and they look so good. <laughs> they, I so I, I do. I will have them beat Duke. I'm gonna have um, Purdue getting upset by Memphis. I feel very good about that pick. But yeah, I, I think Kansas State is a scrappy I, I player. I almost want to go the opposite way and like lean into Purdue's now because I feel like everyone's like predicting Purdue. I mean, they do have bad. the best player in college basketball. Well, maybe not the exact best player. Hey, you could argue. Hey, he's still very good. It's like I could be the best player in college basketball too. I was to say people could make an argument that Yao Ming wasn't the best player in the NBA, but you could say he was the biggest problem. You know what I mean? It, that, that's what you got in in Zach Eady with Purdue. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's a good player. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but it is you. You just watch him play basketball, and you just think, damn, that's easy. That is just so easy to to watch. You just miss a miss a layup, get a rebound with one hand and push it right back up. Miss it again, get another rebound and push it up and make it a third time. It's oh, dude. But like, I K-State hate the East. Got like such a lucky ass fucking draw. This is like a joke of a fucking like Marquette's the worst two seed. Purdue's the worst one seed. Like Duke is probably the worst five seed. By far the best four seed. Actually, technically, yep, like, they Connecticut's are. the best four seed because UConn, based on Ken Palm, is like actually one of the top four best teams, supposedly, according to Ken Palm. But Tennessee plays the second best defense in the nation. Um, so I, I don't know. This is if you believe in Ken Palm. There's many rating systems out there. I'm just using Ken Palm because it's, it's Ken Palm. But um, yeah, so I don't know. The East is, is just trash, but. Okay, so we we have a grossly similar Final Four. I gave you one of my bold predictions in uh in Purdue getting knocked out in round two, as well as Marquette getting round knocked out in round one. Jeez, that East is going to look so broken by the end All of right. it. What, so what's one of your bigger predictions? Is, who who are your who are your double digit seeds or seed to make it to the Sweet Sixteen? Because every year there has yep. been there's always at one at least one. To make it to the final, the second weekend. So, do you have one? Do you have at least one, or more? I'm trying to see if I have more. Um, I do have at least one. Um, I, I technically, I really want to pick Penn State over Texas, but I don't think that will happen. 
but who who I have right now is where where did you go? Uh, dude, I got Oral Roberts. I got Oral Roberts. I maybe I'm feeding into Tennessee the name too. a little bit. Oh, uh, we're talking Sweet 16, right? No, I don't have yes. them beating Tennessee. Yes, not just the first round. They have to win the second. They have to get to the Sweet 16. They have to get to the second weekend. Damn, I, dude, I every single year I fill out a bracket and it's just always boring. This is not fun. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll, I'll pick one team. Who do you have? Because I know also, you got someone on deck. Also, I have another stat for you. So I have two right now. I have Drake and I also have Furman. You think Drake can do it against Miami? So Miami, one of their best guards is is like 50-50 to play right now. Drake oh, really? also has like mm. an average starting lineup age of like 24. Like they're old as shit. Very experienced. I, I really like Drake. Kinda, I just think Miami's bobs. fast. I think Miami's fast. But the other thing is like, I think Miami is kind of like very overrated. They're 40th in Ken Palm. I think they're... They're extremely overseeded as a as a team. They're um, they don't play defense well. They have the 132nd ranked defense. Um, and I just I, I don't know. I I think that Drake might be able to handle them. The Missouri Valley normally makes some noise in the tournament too. That's where yeah they do. Loyola Chicago's been you and I Bradley. So the Missouri Valley has normally had teams uh, that make some run, and Drake Drake's been the team. Drake had won the regular season. They won the conference tournament. They kind of have, like I said, they have that mid-major poise of like best team in the regular season, best team in their conference tournament, and I think they kind of have that stamp of like mid-major good. Because I think there's mid-major yeah. fraud that like people get caught up of like yep. this team just got hot, won their won their conference it, tournament, and, and I think like, you oh, could be right with Virginia. I think a lot of people see the Virginia name and they think, oh, Virginia is always very good. I I, I kind of don't hate your Furman pick. I'm going to look a matchup right below there and in, in, in spot NC State versus Creighton. Um, and this was more so just because I've seen Creighton play a lot and I've seen them discombobulate a lot. Um, I, I, that's, and then my that's only the other, other pick, I would say, is USC, which USC is my most confident Sweet 16 because I don't think Marquette's going to make it past even the first round. And I, I've seen Michigan State play. They can also shit it down their leg, too. I've also seen USC play, and, and I mean, they can, too. That's the weirdest part. I have seen so many of these teams play, but only, like, one time this season that I can't get a true analysis on, like, you know, was it just smoking a bottle the day where I saw them where they were just, you know, making every shot? Probably. Um, yeah, imagine if you watch Iowa State when they played Oklahoma State at the times. You'd be like, this is the worst fucking team I've ever seen. Yeah, this team is pretty like, Wait, what's bad. Hilton Magic? What, what? People talk about Hilton? Dude, remember when we beat UNC to knock off the number one team in the country and they didn't even make March Madness? No, so this is what I'm going to say about the ACC, too. The ACC is just dog water this year. Duke is the highest rated Ken Palm team. Uh, from the ACC, they're 21st overall in Ken Palm. They're fifth seed. That's, Virginia is 34. Oral Roberts, high seed of a four seed, and they don't really do anything well. They're 74th on offense, 25th on defense, and then you have Miami is 40th in Ken Palm. I just I think the ACC as a whole is just so weak, not battle tested, and you're gonna just find this in the tournament that the, those teams just do not really like 
worry me all that much, um, to say the least. So I just I I very much struggle to see them maybe doing much. So those are my those are my high seeds. And then this is also this is my last my last other tip point, which neither of us actually have this. Since I believe it is 2014, excluding one year, there's been a team seated seven or higher to make the final four every year. <laughs> so what's, what's going to be our team seated seven or higher to make the final four this year? Because it's happened. Oh, this year. is fun. This is very fun. Um, who? I'm not picking Penn State. Like recency bias, my my eyes see Penn State, and I'm like, no, you know, they they had a good make, end. If you made a conference tournament run, and you're not a good team. That's you're the not thing. It. That's the thing. So my eyes naturally go there. I I can't pick them though in good faith. Um, you know, and you said make the final four. Yeah. Jeez, so man. I, um, I really could see Missouri making the final four. I mean, they're right at number seven, so maybe that's kind of cheating the the system a little bit. But I I think. I mean, didn't they make it to the SEC championship or did they play Alabama in the semifinals? I can't remember. They did not. It just, it felt, it felt like they played Bama close in that conference tournament. I think if they see them again in the elite eight, then maybe they get the best of them in, in the, in the rematch. I don't know. Um, damn, I, that's such a boring pick. Cause that's right at number seven, but I think it could happen. Who do you think? Who do you, who do you like? Um, my favorite, I'll give you two. My two favorites are, I think Oral Roberts is an interesting one. I think because Uh, there we go. I think because that bracket is very weak. (laughs) I, I think that's a big reason why I like that. And then if I had to put money on it, the one that I like, and this is probably a little bit of bias, but I think West Virginia, um, because I think if they get past Bama, yeah. I think, you know, it's like, I don't know, but West Virginia is really good. West Virginia is the 17th ranked team in Ken Palm. That's crazy. I like West Virginia. I just really like Bob Huggins. I, I think he, um, he's usually a pretty reliable coach in big game moments. Um, and they are kind of hitting their stride toward the back end of the year. Like if there's ever been a sign where they're showing, hey, maybe we can make some noise. They're, they're hitting their stride at the right time, I believe. But I, I don't know, man. I just I really don't want to cheer for Alabama just because I'm already sick of them in college football. And obviously the off the court issues they had this year, they were just very noisy. It's kind of hard to root for them this I year. I, it's so hard to root for Alabama. I would never yeah. root for Alabama in this. They're and very fucking annoying to cheer for. So. To, to me, they're like hands down the best team in that, in that quad. I, I mean, gosh, I'm, I'm like trying to convince myself into maybe an Arizona and I don't, I I'm not, I just can't. I think Baylor's would probably be Arizona going into the elite eight, but I think Bama would handle Baylor high seed question. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Well, the only other one I like is Auburn because I think they fill the, they fill. So a, a, a fair amount of these teams that are the high seeds are teams that were talented and kind of like, struggled during the season so like one of the teams was kentucky they were like a bad team like they were really good preseason and then they got an eight seed 
and then they still went on a run. That was the year they beat like Wichita State. Another one was UNC last year, eight seed, went to the the uh, the national championship. I think Auburn fits this. They were preseason ranked really yep. high. They started the year sixteen yep. and three, and then they've just kind of fallen apart. They still have a lot of talent, and like obviously whatever, but they've kind of fallen apart. That's not to say anything against Iowa or whatever. I'm not trying to Iowa bash. I'm just saying the Auburn team came into the year with expectations probably predicted to do pretty well in the sec and have obviously struggled since then and i think they kind of fit that mold of if you wanted to say like a talented team that could just like maybe figure it out at the right time i i, I think that would be one of them maybe memphis as well who's an eight seed as well and memphis is playing hot right now too but they kind of just went on a, a championship run and i think that's, one that's of my thing i don't want to pick have, them. they might have you know like they're the exact reason on. i don't want to pick penn state like yeah yeah um, so. because every single year I fall victim to recency bias with conference tournaments. And I I'm telling myself, I'm not doing that this year. I refuse to do that this year. Um, I don't know. I really don't dislike any of your picks because that let's be real here. You can't really have a bad pick when you're trying to pick, you know, a higher seed for whatever reason. I like USC. I, I just, I kind of like their path. It's not really because I have much confidence in them as a team. It's just, I don't really like anyone else in that side of the bracket. I think Kansas State can be good, but in February, Kansas State kind of disappointed me a lot. And um, I, I think they're on a downward trajectory. I think they could. I mean, that, that's what I think with a lot of these teams. I think a lot of these teams could just find the right matchups and and just play well. Like nothing else about it. Like they're just good that day. And I think Kansas State kind of gave me that hope in January through January. And February, they are just making me feel like they're going on the downhill project, you know, trajectory. But USC is a boring pick. I really don't even think they're that good. Um, I think they, I don't know, whatever, whatever. I, I didn't really help you out at all there, did I? No, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so I think we might actually agree on this. Well, maybe not. It sounds like you're going to zag. My question was going to be first number one seed out because usually... There's one out before the Elite Eight, sometimes even before Sweet 16. Mine's Purdue. I don't feel good about them at all. Um, I would say mine is Purdue um, as well. I think all of them have really sneaky, hard potential second-round matchups, though. I, I think all of them can run into teams that can give them difficulty, and I think the other thing is that like we said this year, I don't think there's really, like we've had in past years, an elite team in college basketball. This has been the year where like so many teams have been the number one seed or number one ranked team. It's kind of like switched off, mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. You know, it's anyone's game. We've said like, you know, Big 12 has been battle tested, whatever. Is Houston actually good? You know, whatever. Bama's dealing with a guy killing like, and being accessory to murder and they're just sweeping it under the rug. Um, and Purdue can't break a press, um, things like that. If I had to guess, I would probably say Purdue. Yeah. Um, cause I think Memphis or even Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic is a very good team too. And I think they're going to get a tough second round matchup there. Um, but I, I also think that sneaky could, it could be Bama Maryland and West Virginia are both, good opponents that Bama could play second round as well. Um, I, I'd probably say those two. 
and I, I guess I'll lean Purdue because that that's who I have. So I'll, I'll, I'll echo you in Purdue, but I, I would, I would say that a sneaky one could be, could be Bama. Dude, I think this, because this year has literally just been such a, a cluster of teams doing well for two weeks and then teams being dog shit for the next two weeks. And it's literally felt like how the pattern has been with every team. There is not a juggernaut here. I think that's why we are just so unsure of ourselves when going through this. I mean, everyone knows that their bracket is going to be incredibly imperfect. They say that's the perfection of the bracket is the imperfection, right? So we know that we're going to be wrong on probably 90% of this, but it's not even even that I have a pulse on it. Like, I think Houston is the best transition team. They're really athletic and fast, and that's usually the team that I like to pick when it comes to March. But um, at the same time, dude, I don't know. This year is so weird, and I just feel, feel hopeless in any sort of, like, college basketball takes that I have or predictions I'm making. Because Iowa State, all of a sudden, I'll feel comfortable with them. And I know Iowa State better than anyone else. And I'm always wrong with them. This year, at least. Like, it's crazy how up and down this college basketball season has been. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hate right now how in my current bracket setup, I have no Big 12 teams in the Final Four. It, it, it annoys me. I, I and that like sounds I wrong. I also really hate that I have Tennessee going far because Rick Barnes has just proven that he never wins in the tournament. And that's like. But that's that like, means it's his year. That's, He's due. It's, he's never due. He, he's been due for 20 plus years. He's a, he's literally a choke artist. That's uh, a dumb brain mentality, man. You're, you're due for one at some point. That's why so I'm going to pick him to go to my final four. I have them going to too. And, and then it's going to be very funny when they somehow choke in like the second round of 32 game against Oral Roberts to just beat Duke. And then Oral Roberts is the 12 seed that makes it to the sweet 16 and is the, the mm. double digit one that goes to the, the second weekend so you know what i might have just convinced myself into i i'm convincing myself into kansas state just because i agree that the fact that i don't have any big 12 team in the final four just sounds insane they've just pissed me off this past month like i I actually like their fans they're so oh they are but i love it they're the type of aggravating fan base that i love Like, like there are certain fan bases that are just kind of like they're really into themselves and they don't really want to entertain, you know, any other possibilities than what they're already kind of thinking of uh, Iowa. I'll just say, I mean, you, you will never be able to convince an Iowa fan out of the way that they're currently thinking. I think Kansas State's a little bit more unique. Like I think maybe not on Twitter, but at least the Kansas State fans that I know are all very, yeah, we're pretty good right now. <laughs> and then they're like, let's, let's just wait a week or two. But right now we're looking pretty good. And to me, I think that's very reminiscent of Iowa State. So I think I've had a completely different experience with the Kansas State fan base than other people, though, because Cyclone Nation hates, hates Kansas State fans. And I like them. It's, yeah, they're just, I don't know. I, I'm obviously going to root for all Big 12 teams because it's like. And Texas? Dead serious. I don't think I'm rooting for them. I always root for Big 12 teams. I don't think I'm rooting for Texas this year. It helps the conference get money. So, yes. All right, Only because it gives us can, money. It gives, it gives us money, and it'd be so funny if we beat them. But it'd also be yeah. so funny if they lost. So, 
whatever. I don't care. Either way, either way you win. If Texas if Texas wins, I would say gets money. If Texas loses, it's funny, and we can make fun of them for losing. So, so maybe like, that's how we should break. It's a win. win. It's a yeah. win that's win. a very healthy mentality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. It's well, like, I'll be. Root- the only thing I know is I'll for sure be rooting for Iowa to lose. I can. You can always guarantee that one. <laughs> Iowa will be losing. I'll be cheering for the Hawks to be the first team to lose no matter what. And for what it's worth, I think the Hawks have a terrible shake. Like, if Fran McCaffrey, of all years, makes it to the Sweet 16 this year off of beating Auburn and then assumingly beating Houston, all right, then we need to put that joke to rest because that would be an incredible Sweet 16. Yeah, they're they're not going too far. And unfortunately, Hawkeye fans, I'm sorry to be reporting. You guys are toast. Now, no, come on. Any no, other? Don't, bo- don't don't. You know we're a Jinx podcast, man. I was about to, I was about podcast. to knock on wood. I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna do it. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. You're about to give Iowa their best weekend ever. You are a cocksucker. Don't do I, it. I I usually knock it. on wood. Stop. I usually knock on wood. I'm not even gonna do it. I feel so Fuck good about you. this take. Don't be a dude. Stop it. They're not going to they're not going to be Auburn. If they beat Auburn, if they beat Auburn, no, they're stop. not going to beat Houston. Stop, dude. We don't know I'm how good saying. Houston is. We don't know how good Houston is. They play in the American. <sighs> they play Tulane regularly. All right. Well, stop. What I'm not, do you I'm have not any kidding. Okay, I'm I'll knock on wood shit. just for your sake. I'll knock on wood. We're a Jinx podcast, go. dude. We're like the biggest Jinx podcast on this planet. That's you know true. this. We both know this. Yeah, I know. But it's fun to lean into it, you know. But no, you, you got to break not, the curse eventually. We don't want this, dude. This is like the one of the few bits we have over Iowa is we can make fun of them not making a Sweet 16 like longer than we've won a baseball game, which we don't even have. So, yeah, and game. I'm going to lean into that. They're not making the Sweet 16 again this year, and it's going to be hilarious again when they don't make it. Okay. I'm just I already knocked on wood. I'm not I'm not going to right. subside this knock take because I, I did. Um, any last minute takes before we wrap things up? Um, my last minute takes is my sub, my bracket is subject to change. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm sure it will. It probably will. I will be rooting exclusively for the big 12, except for maybe Texas. Still trying to figure that one out. Um, and roll clones, baby. Okay. Um, I don't have any last-minute takes. I just want to give a shout-out to the Iowa State women's basketball team. Dominated the Big 12 tournament. Ashley Jones is just so damn good. Oh my! She's just a bucket, dude. She's just a walking bucket. Lexi Donarski is literally that spark plug who's just incredibly intelligent. Just plays superb defense. It was just fun watching our girls ball out. Um, you know, and, and it kind of felt like they just controlled the, the tournament throughout the the entirety of it. And so what's that mean? Hey, might not mean we're going to do too well in the NCAA tournament if we're looking at history of Iowa State. But it was a hell of a run. Congrats to women's basketball. Um, and I think that's I think that's it. We just had to give out give our women, our, our girls a, a shout out because they are killing it right now. Um, oh, and Big Rob Energy is officially back. Big Rob Energy is back. Um, shout out to the ladies. What a way to cap off the last women's Big 12 tournament in KC because they're moving that for some reason. Not sure why that's happening. Um, also, the women did get screwed on their seating. Um, and the first two women's games are hosted at uh, 
like the top seed in that pod. So the game is going to be at Knoxville instead of in Ames, which is a huge disadvantage for Iowa State in that one. Um, and they are on paper uh, have a much better resume than Tennessee. But we'll see if they can overcome that. But we shall see. It'll be... You know, I think the best part about March is there's a ton of basketball and it all gets to start soon and we get to cheer our clones and we're one of the few, like what, 20, I think, programs, maybe less than that, that have both our men's and women's programs in it. And mm-hmm. um, hopefully we get to um, enjoy some long runs here and get to get to watch some fun, memorable moments. So Ames, Iowa is officially a basketball town juggernaut. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, We'll be back next week to provide what will hopefully be um, another breakdown on a Sweet 16 run, right? Not knocking on wood on that, yeah? Hopefully. No, we'll, we'll do it, yeah. All right, okay. Thanks for tuning in. Roll clones. Roll clones.